When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. FM 104 Sunday Night Live with Shereen Langan. So joining me in studio now is Dee Newell. Hello. Hello. How are you? Good. Thanks so much for popping down. Thanks for having me. Um, are, are you absolutely wrecked? No, not too bad. I'm up to normal now. <laughs> so tell me, first of all, before we get into anything, I want to know how on earth you got into any of this. Um, I swam when I was younger. Um, and then I suppose I just had bad influences in the last few years. Um, I went, I started going with Swim Trek um, on Swim Trek holidays. Started out with a lovely um, short swims in Croatia, which was like beautiful, clear water. That was where I met my first channel swimmer. So one of the guides, uh, Shan Williams, she had swam the channel and I was just blown away that somebody could do it or that I had met somebody who could do it, um, that I'd swam with somebody who could do it. So, you know, it was something that I I knew people did, but I didn't think it was people like me that did it. Um, So then I kept going back to Swim Trek um, nearly every year, doing different swim camps and things like that. Then I, it was 2016, I was on a 10K training camp because I was getting ready to do the Galway Bay swim, which is, I'm from Galway, it's a swim from Clare across to Galway, it's a 13 kilometre swim. Um, and one of the guides on that, uh, Shan was back as a guide again, and then Cliff Golding, who ended up being on my boat for my channel swim, he was one of the guides. There was one really particularly jellyfish type swim that we were doing um and I just everyone was getting out of the water at this stage and I was like oh just just put the head down and get through it you know and he said oh d your nails so he used to call me nails after that which he was meaning hard as nails and he was like you're going to be a channel swimmer so that that was actually when I started to think maybe I could do this and then it was the following year I was on a swim training camp again and I did a six hour qualifier which is what you have to do for the channel and that's when I was like, yeah, I can do it. I've, you know, once I had the six hour done, I was like, well, I, I've qualified. So why couldn't I try it? Um, and then I suppose it all just spiraled from there. Okay. And for anyone listening that is like, what on earth even is this channel? Yeah. What What is it? So it's a swim from, uh, so from England to France, sorry, from, yeah, from England to France. Um, years back, it used to go both ways, but now you can only go from England to France. So you'll start either on Shakespeare Beach or Sunfire Hole, which is the beach that I started on. And then you'll generally finish around Cap Grenez or uh, Wissant Beach, which is where I finished as well. Um, I did it on a spring tide, which means that it looks like you've swum a much bigger distance, but really it just means that there's more water moving in the channel. Um, so you get pushed further up and further down, basically. So it's a big S shape that you swim it in, unless you're super fast and you do a straight line across. 
um, which I don't think will be that common on a neat, on a spring tide anyway. Um, so yeah, it's uh, 22 miles uh, from start to finish in a straight line as the crow flies. And realistically, if you look at the time I did compared to like my swim speed, that's probably an accurate amount of what I would have swam. And the rest was me just being pushed up and down uh, for the distance. Oh my God. I know yeah. because I have it written in here, 14 <laughs> hours and 52 minutes. Yeah. So were you swimming for that entire period yeah. of time? So this is um this is really funny because I hadn't told my parents or my family much about it. And um, they said during the course of the swim, I had this massive WhatsApp group set up. The first message when I was doing, I was greasing up. So you put loads of Vaseline on like around where your swimming tog lines are so that you don't get cut because it's really salty over there. It's much more salty than the water here. Um, so I was doing that. Th- someone shared a picture to this giant WhatsApp group. The first message was from my mom. Oh, Dee, why didn't you wear your wetsuit? <laughs> and it's like, you don't wear a wetsuit for this. It has to be, so for it to be recorded as a channel swim, it must be in skins, which means one ordinary swimming tog. So I choose to wear a bikini. It's just more comfortable for me to swim in. Um, one swimming hat, uh, goggles, and you can wear earplugs as well. So most swimmers will wear earplugs because you can get a lot of ear problems if you're swimming in uh, colder water. So, um, yeah, you're not allowed to touch the boat. Um, nobody from the boat can touch you. So your water bottle, um, so my bottle would have had uh, carbohydrate drink in it, warmed, so 300 mils every hour. And I mixed, be- I changed between like a, a slow release starch and a, sh- a real sugary drink. So they have to throw that in on a rope and that rope has to be long enough that it doesn't go tight. Because if that goes tight, then it's like you're being towed. And um that's yeah that's a big no-no but that was something that even people were asking my parents uh during the swim like would she have had much time to rest when she got back on the boat in the middle of it all and they didn't really know what the story was because yeah I suppose I take for granted that everybody knows what's involved in the channel swim because I'm so exposed to it at this stage but um yeah there's a lot of little rules in there that people forget about it's mad so when you're stopping to have that drink um do you, are you still yeah are you still swimming or? yeah so you have to I the guys on my boat were saying to me it's amazing you just kept going um you know there was nothing out of you but I knew from the first time that I stopped I was getting pushed back uh whenever I stopped for the drink so I was just thinking the channel can come down to little mistakes um it could be a few minutes out at your feed stops that can cause you to not finish the channel because you never know what way the weather is going to turn or what's going to hit. So my priority was just to get in and get moving and get everything done as quickly as possible so that I had the best chance at finishing. So my feed stops, I got my observer report the last day. They were all under a minute. And each time that I was having the food, uh, the drink, it would have been like I turn onto my back and I was do- I was kicking. I found I got really tired if I was kicking um, backstroke legs. So I was kind of just doing sort of like treading water and doing breaststroke kick on my back just to keep me moving in the right direction and not go behind the boat so that I could still talk to the guys on the boat. Oh my God, that, that, that's something mad. <laughs> I, I can't even imagine, honestly, I can... I barely hate, like, I hate walking upstairs, yeah. <laughs> let alone swimming for that yeah. many hours. So... Um, I know we were chatting about it a little bit before you came on and I was saying what really like fascinates me with all this is the mental aspect of yeah. it. So what, do you like, and I know you were saying that you did a little bit of a training beforehand. Yeah, so um, for me in the training, I had planned to do a 10 hour swim and that was in Carlingford with um, Infinity Training Camp. Uh, it's called Hit the Wall and it's cold water. So the water is about 13 degrees. 
an hour and a half into that swim, my hips locked up and I just wasn't able to use my legs properly. So I continued until the four and a half hour mark and then I got out of the water. But my friend, Andrea, who was supposed to be on the boat with me, um, she was straight on it because she was like, this could be a massive mental problem if you don't get beyond it. So we'd met a guy called Jim on a swim camp before and he's massively into uh, meditation and just the whole mental side of training he's an endurance athlete himself so he was doing a meditation weekend in his mum's yoga place in wales so i traveled over to andrea i did my two six hour swims back to back which was in my training program and then from there we moved to where jim's mum's yoga place is and i did this day of meditation training so the meditation that he had was really good um it was like it brought you through three stages of your day where you recognize something that you do that you're not happy with. You recognize that you face it and then you decide that you want to change it and what you want to change it into. So his actual meditation I listened to twice the day before I went out on my swim. And um, the one thing because I had this big long wait because I had been weathered out on my original window. And then I had to wait on a few extra days to go on the spring tide. So like everything had changed about my swim. So it was a big mental thing to get over that. Um, so I had a new crew. The only remaining crew that I had was Cliff, who was there all along. Um, and I was swimming on a spring tide as opposed to a neap tide, which scared me because it seems like it's more scary when really it's, you know, it's just different. It's not that it's worse or better. Um, so... The meditation that I was doing, the one thing I said to myself was just enjoy it. Like I recognized that I would probably be afraid of it and I'd probably want to get out. But um, that was what I had told myself in the meditation was just to enjoy it. And like I really did enjoy it. Um, I listened to like Brezzy does this uh, Where Is Your Mind podcast. It only came out kind of in the last few weeks, but we were up to week three of his podcast on um, the week that I was waiting over there. And I felt like it was specifically aimed at me because in week three, he was talking about a bit of open water swimming that he had done himself. So I was like, this is amazing. It's perfect. Um, so I had all of his meditations that go along with his podcast as well. So, um, yeah, it, it was a really much, it played a much bigger part than I thought it would. Okay. And I, I, sorry, I wanted to touch on as well, just because I, I actually forgot to ask you about why do you have to wear swimming togs versus wearing a wetsuit? Um, it's just the channel rules. So um, it's the way the first one was done and I suppose to keep it authentic. And, um, you know, that's just what the, the rule is. It's the same as like the Leinster Open Seas here. Um, it's generally not a ra- not, it's not a swim league that's done in wetsuits. Now, people have done the channel in wetsuits. Um and I met a guy there the week um, that I was waiting to swim who did have a wetsuit on, but he had like severe, um, he was, he had a disabilities like in that he was in a wheelchair and um, one of his arms didn't function the same as his other arm. So he was like, you know, he, he had those challenges. So like if you're, if you're disabled and part of your body isn't working, you can get a lot colder. So um some people would wear a wetsuit but some people would still opt not to wear a wetsuit even if they had a disability um and then the other situation where you'd see people wearing wetsuits is the enduro man and there was one guy doing this when i was doing my channel swim um you cycle from london and you swim the channel and then sorry you run from london you swim the channel and then you cycle to paris so he had actually opted to wear uh swimming togs he wasn't wearing a wetsuit so there's two different streams you can do that in 
So um, even just seeing him getting down and going onto his boat, hobbling onto his boat after running from London, I was like, yeah, there's someone worse than me out there. So it's oh, not wow. too bad. <laughs> Fair play to him. Yeah. Have you ever heard of the Wim Hof method? Yeah. W- would you have done that before your training? Yeah. So I, my friend Gavin, who was on the boat, actually, he introduced me to the Wim Hof method and I looked into it a little bit. I've actually went over to the, to London and I met Wim Hof um, at a seminar, but I went to that. What's he like? Yeah, he was really cool. So er, like it, I thought it was bananas, the whole thing, because I rocked up and I had no idea what Wim Hof was or what the method was. Um, but he was a really nice guy. I'd mermaid togs on that day. So like everyone was queuing up for a picture with him. And then he was like, oh, I love your swimming togs. Let's have a picture. So I was like, great. <laughs> but he, um, yeah, it's like, it's great. But the thing is, I've done it like I'm a yoga instructor. And I think that he's packaged all the principles of loads of other things into one specific thing. And I know there's a group of ladies that go to the 40 foot um, and they all know each other through uh, the Wim Hof method. There's a group, it's Breathe with Nihilus, the guy who does it all. And um, we actually, we had him on the show he, yeah. and um, I've been to a couple of his yeah. seminars. So just quickly for anyone listening that is like, what on earth is the Wim Hof, yeah. Wim Hof method? <laughs> Essentially, it's a breathing technique that's meant to help you deal with the cold. Yeah. Um, yeah, and it's definitely really good. But I think I probably do it subconsciously from all the yoga training that I have. Um, but definitely, I think it's brilliant. When I've seen this bunch of ladies at the 40 foot, I met them first when we did ice baths out in Hoth. And then I've seen them at the 40 foot loads. And I think it's excellent because it gets loads of people into winter swimming that normally wouldn't dream of going to do it. But then they'll do the course with Niall and it's like, right, we'll do it now every morning. And it's brilliant. Yeah, no, yeah. 100%. So if anyone was looking to follow in your footsteps, yeah, what advice would you give them? Where do people even start? Um, the thing with the channel, so the English channel, it's um, it's expensive, number one, because you have to pay the guts of 4000 alone for your boat. Oh my God. Yeah. Um, and then you have to pay for your accommodation, obviously, while you're waiting, which could be, for me, it was two weeks um, waiting over there. Um, but the best, yeah, so to book the channel usually you have to book it two to three years in advance so you have loads of time to save up and look for sponsorship um you know and do whatever you need to do to get there but um the i think like to follow in my footsteps i'd say look up swim trek and maybe go on their 10k training camp which is a mixture of nice coastal swims and then it also has the 10k which will generally take around four hours for a lot of people. It's just swimming around in circles, which is a lot of the training that you'll do for the channel is swimming around in circles because your swims are all for time rather than for, you know, the enjoyment of getting to a nice location because um, you don't have the luxury of having a boat to come along with you and feed you. So a lot of the training is getting in, talking people into doing an hour with you or maybe some people and I've had a lot of people who were willing to do uh, six hours with me or do four hours with me or feed me for that amount of time so yeah it's it's about um I suppose getting into getting like swim trek will give you a great guidance on how to do it but it's also about just talking to to local people in Galway I swim with Atlantic Masters but like there's loads of clubs in Dublin so I'd say affiliate yourself to any of the clubs um and if you're going from no sea swimming experience set your sights on the Leinster Open Sea Swims um they have a league where you'll get to swim all over Dublin um and Wicklow for like it's every weekend of the summer really so it's a great way to just see new places and get exposure um 
I'm just after thinking as well, there's uh, Rachel Lee is the she's the fastest person from Ireland to do the um, the English Channel. Um, and she runs a swim clinic up in Malahide, I think it is. So if you looked up um, Ocean Breakers, that's the name of their company. They do loads of training weekends. OK, how, how long did she do it in? Um, I think it was about nine hours. Oh, wow. Yeah. Fair play. So she's super fast. Are there any um like risks with this? Because I just keep thinking of like, you know, the whole Wim Hof and the cold water. Like yeah. you're swimming in cold water for a re- like is hypothermia an option here? Um, it, it depends on how... It depends on what where you've trained. For me, it absolutely wasn't an option because I trained mostly in Dublin where the water temperature was, you know, le- uh, it was generally under 15 degrees. Um, For some of the longer swims, it was 13, 14 degrees. And then when I was in the channel, it was 17 to 18 degrees. So to me, I didn't feel cold at all swimming across the channel. So if you've trained well um, and trained in good, in like in good conditions, and I, I think that's really important for me anyway. It was what made it a little bit easier having trained in a lower temperature. Whereas I know people who've trained in Galway where the temperature is pretty much the same and the cold wasn't a problem for them, but they were cold afterwards, whereas I wasn't even cold afterwards. Um, But yeah, it's definitely something like I know the day that I was swimming, somebody didn't complete the swim and it was because they were too cold. Um, but it is like the more you the more you expose yourself to open water conditions. And for me, I think once you do two hours and once you can do two hours, um, really everything after that, it doesn't really get any worse. And for me, it actually once I get through the two hours, I feel like everything is easier after that. Of course. Yeah. And yeah. now you are taking on a new challenge. Yes. <laughs> Up to this, everyone is asking me, what's your what's your next thing? And I didn't have an answer, but now I do. So. I'm part of a relay team with five guys from Dublin and we are going to swim from Hollyhead to Dublin. It's the Irish Sea Swim and it's happening at the end of this month. So our window is the 19th to the 26th of September um, and it's for a really good uh, foundation. It's the Gavin Lynn Foundation. So um, we've been, each of the swimmers have been paired with a child um, and this is a child who's undergoing treatment outside of Ireland. So the HSE will put them in touch with um, the other hospital that they need to get the treatment from um, and then they don't put anything in place for the family to travel there or for the kid to travel there. Um, so that's where the Gavin Lynn Foundation steps in. They will be able to direct the family in absolutely everything that they need and they that's what the money has been raised for is to allow these families to have the travel costs covered um while they're there supporting their child um and they're all small kids like i met a girl yesterday she's five and she's heading off to germany today um and john from the gavin lynn foundation has coordinated you know all the travel plan for her um and it just it's like i suppose you don't realize until you see it how much it really means to a family like these this family were lovely that i met yesterday but it means that they're not running themselves into debt they have another um little girl it means that they are not you know so broken focused on trying to get the treatment done that they can still maintain a normal life um and it's just like i i was a bit blown away with the work that's done and um just how good the gavin lynn foundation seems to be okay amazing and do you want to give out any social media handles if people want to follow your journey oh yeah so if um well the irish sea swim is just the irish sea swim dot ie um my personal instagram is d from the sea and it's d e e underscore 
from underscore I love the that. underscore C. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, so that's that's my handle on that. Um, and I'll be at uh, White Rock Beach. I'm at, I actually do some yoga. I teach yoga on sunrises on Saturday morning. So that's wild underscore underscore yoga. And um, what we do there is just a small yoga class and then uh, get into the sea afterwards just to enjoy it and have a cup of tea all together. But um, myself and my friend, we're doing another thing on the 15th of September. So it'll be a hill walk in Kleine, a beach clean and then into the water afterwards. Amazing. Thanks so much for coming down and (laughs) best luck with everything. Thanks very much. FM 104 Sunday Night Live with Shereen Langan. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.